0: Welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health, and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information. And tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful. For the podcast growth so all reviews are appreciated and lastly but not least be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth so let's get started with today's episode hey y'all So I started this season off with the theme of you are the master. And I haven't talked about the theme throughout the past couple of episodes, but you are the master is just a symbolism of you have the power within you. It's all within you and i just want to set that reminder that we have the power in so many elements within our lives you know throughout carrying the confidence that knowing that we are the master of our lives um understanding that we are the master in the decisions that we make and we are the master in so many elements you know, that we do every single day from deciding the you know, the foods that we're going to use to nourish our body or the workout that we're going to do to, you know, move our body and so on and so on and so on. And today's episode is a conversation around gardening. And as a New Yorker growing up in the inner city, Having a conversation about gardening just seems very foreign. Like, I didn't have a backyard, nor do I have a backyard today. Like, this is, I would think that this isn't a conversation for me. But yet, it really is a conversation for me. You know, with growing up in the city, it's all about, you know, running to the supermarket and having the supermarket have the power over, you know, the vegetables that I'm eating, and so on, and you know, it's not just in New York, as you know, most of us, you know, we run to the supermarket. And not many of us are growing <laughs> all of our food in our backyard and then bringing it to the, bringing it to the table. But today is a conversation, a conversation to open up you know, the pathways of understanding that we potentially do have the power to start to take control of, you know, the things that we are putting in our body by growing it ourselves. Like, have you ever thought that you can actually grow your own food and put it in your kitchen and cook it and then put it on your plate? that is a complete from like farm to table type situation. And it's great to know when you also go to some like restaurants, when they say they are farm to table, that's great to know that they are working with their local farmers to, you know, to bring the food to you. So it doesn't have too many transactions in between your food, but let me not get off topic. But Like I said, today is a conversation to open up the windows, open up the door to know that you can possibly have the opportunity to start to see what things can you start to like garden on your own, you know, and so on. And this is a conversation for the very beginner you know and like i and i keep calling it a conversation because this is not a podcast where we're going to be breaking down okay this is how it's going to work we're going to have a big we're going to have a humongous garden in the back it's going to turn into a farm and we're going to you know grow you know rows and rows and rows of vegetables and you're going to like eat everything out that farm <laughs> or that garden this is not this this conversation this is the conversation to open up the pathways to understand that you really are the master and you do have the opportunity to create and and to create and grow your own and nourish your body with it so let me not chit chat too long let's get right into this episode let's go Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have a very special guest by the name of Rachel. Hello.
1: Hey, Rachel.
0: Hey, hey guys. Hey. <laughs> I'm so excited about today's episode because I am ready to learn. But before we jump into today's episode, I would love for you to tell everyone who is Rachel and tell us about Farm Nori. Uh, it's Farm New York. New
1: York. Okay, uh, a little secret um, acronym, or whatever you call it for black. So it's really just um, my way of just saying that we as a culture need to start back farming. And um, I'll just give you a little bit about myself. Um, I have been in like the health industry for over the last 10 years. Um, so I was working, um, massage therapist, um, I've been in hospitals just doing, you know, different jobs throughout, um, my life. And I kind of started to see the benefits of holistic care and just how, um, natural living and eating and just how the benefits just affect your body so much and, um, When we hit uh, the pandemic um, in 2020, it really gave me like um, motivation to just step outside the box. You know, as a kid, I grew up and my grandmother used to garden. Um, My uncles uh, used to garden in the back. So I remember seeing you know, the garden, I remember seeing tomatoes and greens and stuff like that, um, being, you know, in the back, but I never like dibble-dabbled in it, but I just remember it being around. Mm-hmm. Um, my family was from the South and they migrated um, here in Chicago back in the 60s. So, you know, just growing up, I do remember, you know, just little tidbits of that. Um, and so when the pandemic hit, it kind of sparked something in me to just get back to my roots and just start learning like how to garden. Yeah. And I started out with uh, just small things. Um, like, I think my first thing I started was, I mean, some people might not say it's small, but it was strawberries. But yeah. it was in the summer, you know, the pandemic had just hit and it was like June or something. And I had went to I think I was in Home Depot or something like that. Home Depot better pay me for that shout out, but or pay up. <laughs> <laughs> for that promo. <laughs> but I was in one of the stores and I seen like a little pot and it was like a little struggling strawberry pot. And and I bought it just to see what I could do. And I took it home and I planted it in a little planner because I don't have the space to have a full garden. You know, a lot of people in the city, and I'm sure you can attest to that, um, don't have the space for, you know, just to have a big, lavish garden. Mm -hmm. This I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get these planters. I'm going to hang it on the back porch and I'm just going to see what it do. And I had planted the strawberry, followed the directions and, you know, it started to grow. And it was just something sparked in me that was just like a light bulb, like to see something go from withering or dying to just life, it is, it's very rewarding. It's very powerful. And um, it became like my uh, relaxation tool. So, you know, it was something to do. You know, it was a lot of things going on. It was, you know, you remember it was the riots and stuff like that. So. Yeah living in the city, I know, you know, it was kind of like, okay, what's next? Like every day on pins and needles. And I needed something to just depress and just detach. And that was my way to um, just repair and self-heal and, you know, recover from all this stuff going on, especially me, you know, being a frontliner and working face-to-face with it every day Mm -hmm. it was a lot you know and so when I come home you know this would be something that I can do and um it just it's like a battery recharger so for me it would it started out as something just like oh let me see and then it just turned into something very rewarding
0: oh so beautiful Such a beautiful story, and I think you were right in line with the messaging that was happening during the pandemic. I've said multiple times, like, you know, the pandemic happened for a reason. It was kind of like, you know, (laughs) yeah, there was a there's a reset that needs to happen. Yeah, and just like you said, moving forward more towards holistic um, healing because at the you know when you get to the core of it, we started off with holistic healing before all of these factors were made all of these man-made products were made we were working with what we had what we had from the earth yes you
1: know, before
0: so, yeah yeah so you said so <laughs> many um so many key points in there and you know with being on social media and that was kind of also our outlet we're just seeing so much going on social media and so on it's like our our time frame of like news and I was just hearing so much about like we gotta take control of our own like you know food like we need to plant we need to garden we need to like you know get our hands in the soil and be in control of our food instead of letting the supply be at the supermarket all the time so I was definitely hearing all of this conversation constantly happening but you know um But it's like baby steps, we got to start somewhere. So I'm so happy for this conversation today. So, you know, this generation that we're in right now, maybe we won't have the big old farm in the backyard right. and know how to do everything. But by just starting with baby steps, us starting, you know, in our own lives and then passing it on to the next generation, the next generation, it can start to build where it needs to go back to it was at the original parts of time <laughs> at the beginning. So um, I'm so grateful for this conversation. And I'm so grateful that you're here to like kind of school us. And and it's so funny that you said strawberries because during the pandemic on Mother's Day, I kind of have to plan my Mother's Day. So, but on Mother's Day, we went to a um a a, a garden, like what do you call it? Like a nursery. Yeah. Because nothing was open during the pandemic. There was no activities to do, no restaurants to go to. <laughs> so it was um, stuff outside the box, definitely. Yeah. So um it, it was funny because actually I planned for us to go hiking. I was like, oh well, stop, but the hiking trail was closed, but then the you, you know, spirit universe God had right across from the hiking trail, it was a nursery. So I was like, okay, let's just go here. And we went into the nursery and then I picked up, you know, I started picking up plants and stuff. Not even the wedding I'm pick up, I'm just confused, like, oh, this looks pretty. Maybe I'll get this, But then I saw the strawberry plant like you. <laughs> so I picked up the, the, a, a strawberry plant. I didn't get the hanging one. Um, well, I got a small little potter. I got like maybe like three of them or something and then I went on on um on YouTube and then I saw they had like those layers like that tier um so then I planted them in the tier and then you know it it maybe I I don't remember what maybe it was like six weeks later it was like beautiful seeing the process of it first flowering
1: exactly like I never knew that
0: yeah so it flowered then the (laughs) then the um then the strawberry came and then it was so beautiful to taste that strawberry and see how it tastes so much different than the conventional strawberries that we get in the supermarket and it's so rewarding I don't mean
1: to cut you off but it's so rewarding to see something that you took care of and now it's basically you know you're going from we we'll almost see from table but basically you know um it's powerful so I, yeah I'm with you on that
0: one yeah it was such a beautiful um experience to go through that um but yeah so uh, <laughs> so yeah we had our little chit chat about you know let's let's get back to that let's get back to the um to the soil let's get back to our roots exactly. So. So you told me you planted the strawberries the first year. What do you currently plant in, you know, you know, what, what do you currently plant in your garden?
1: So right now, um, I have a few different things going on. Um, I have potatoes because potatoes are really easy to plant. And I've been getting into like the plants that you can recycle, that you can buy from a store. And oh. plant or regrow and it'll keep um, giving you a harvest. Because as you can see right now, just read in a room with inflation and, you know, you're going to the grocery store, you can't really get the bang for your buck anymore. So how can we get around this? You know, as survivors, you have to learn how to get around certain bumps in the road. So right now I have a, a red cabbage that I bought um about a month ago mm-hmm. and you know cut the cabbage ate the cabbage but I saved the root of the cabbage in the bottom of it mm-hmm. and it's now producing a baby cabbage mm-hmm. um, I take my potatoes and you know your potatoes get kind of old and they start sprouting mm-hmm. you can do those same things and plant those and they'll give you a harvest you know so those small little things I'm just learning right now, um, I'm not at like the <laughs> super gardener level, but every step is, you know, like putting that extra skill in your toolbox, you know. So as I learn, I just take notes and, um, you know, you, you, it's trial and error at this point you know <laughs> it's only two ways yeah. it can go either it can grow or it won't and then when it doesn't you learn from that you know maybe you i i used to have a habit of watering too much heavy watering so i had to learn you know you don't have to water so many you know so much and uh, it's just a. Uh, it's one of those things where you learn as you go you know everybody wants to Uh, be the best prepared person but you know life is really about experience you know Mm. they give you a book on life but you still have to go through it and you know I'm just applying that with learning how to garden so I take the tidbits and I, I look at the YouTubes and I read books but it's nothing like getting your hands dirty and just getting out there you know whether it's you know, you planting little herbs on the windowsill or you got a big garden that you say, you know what, I'm going to get to it. It's just all about starting.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. And I agree with you. Experience is the best teacher because that's honestly the way I learn Because someone can sit there and tell me something over and over again. But until I kind of sort of make that, you know, get <laughs> my hands in the dirt, like you say, yeah. over water <laughs> and just do it like you could watch these videos all day don't worry this much make sure you feel and it's like it's going in and out but if i do it and i'll be like hmm maybe next time i won't go this route
1: (laughs) it's one of those skills that you have to get in it to really take from it
0: you know yeah experience yeah experience is, is honestly the best teacher and i love that you um that you mentioned about the recycling of um of your produce you know repurposing yes. and recycling because and, i wasn't even thinking of that but that's such yeah that's such a great idea and i've definitely been seeing more stuff coming on my timeline of like hey take this onion and do this and, yes. this and do that <laughs> I, I love it because
1: i am a savvy uh, shopper like i like nice things but i love to say and i i am the one that is looking for the sale in the grocery store so for me to learn that i can repurpose this produce is like oh okay <laughs> let me uh learn how to run this in the ground so
0: yeah yeah definitely I'm happy that you brought that up and I feel like now that you mentioned it even though I've been seeing it I'm like you know what let me get on the ball instead of throwing these like you know th- these <laughs> bottoms away let me go ahead and, and repurpose them so is I may this- be having a video soon <laughs> show me <laughs> repurposing something <laughs> and- i'll be waiting for it yes so like what is gardening like what's your definition of gardening with you know um let's just chit chat about gardening before we start getting into more details around gardening right so i would say that's that's, that i live by a train so (laughs) the sounds of the inner city
1: (laughs) um City girl going to have to pay us too for that. It, t- yeah. Anyway, um, what is gardening to me? It's basically just taking what you have and putting it to use. Mm-hmm. Um, gardening can be you having, you know, 20 acres and, you know, you have a whole staff. But gardening can also be small and personal where it's just you in your apartment and your windowsill in your pots so for me gardening is just it's not as complicated because sometimes people think the word and when you say it is it makes you a little bit overwhelming but what i learned is um it's not that complicated you know you get you some soil you get you some sun and some seeds and and you throw it in a pot and you know it grows, you know, God does his thing. So I had to learn to get over the fear of, you know, because you want to be a good gardener and you're like, okay, you buy all these different seeds and you get overwhelmed. And I had to just slow down and say, you know what, it's not this complicated, Mm -hmm. you know, start small. um, It's one of my things I would give as a advice to new beginning gardeners is just to start small. You know, get that one, focus on one thing that you want to grow. And once you learn how to grow that one thing and then you move to something else and you keep sharpening those tools that you use to make those two plants, you know, grow. And it just keeps multiplying. So it's not something that you just, you know, nothing is overnight, you know. And gardening for me is just like a day by day thing um some days (laughs) some days i have to sing to my plants to get them you know back to you know standing up and popping up because you know it is a living being and i do believe in um you know grounding and connecting you know with the soil and stuff like that and and people can find out more about that on my page with um farm new york on instagram but um Gardening for me, I had to just realize, like, it's not that difficult, you know, mm. don't make it where it's overwhelming to you. And you think that you have to, you know, you see all these videos online, and you think you need to have corn and peas and everything yeah. growing back you like, but, it, you know, I don't have the space. So I don't have the time. And sometimes it could just be you growing some cilantro in your, you know, on your back porch. That, you know, because maybe you like and use cilantro in your, you know, everyday cooking or living, and that's something that would benefit you and your lifestyle, and that's something that's small. So, you know, you can start out with something as small as that and then start to branch into different things, so.
0: Mm i love your answers because you definitely pull i think you you don't get technical you give us a little spiritual
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i'm a very spiritual uh person well at least i try to be like I'm
0: not no, no 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 it's, it's natural i hear it because you know i love that you know your response to what is gardening it's like you would you said, you know, taking what you have and putting it to use like you don't have to look at, you know, these images of big acres and think this is what gardening supposed to be. If you only have a, a you know, a you know, a, a window seal that's your version of what it gardening is and you have every opportunity to put that to use so I love that you know you're bringing that to point and bringing the intimidation around gardening away because I think with being raised in the inner city and not even having gardening as like part of a lifestyle it's not part of your lifestyle you go to the supermarket (laughs) but you know and 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 when you see gardening on tv it looks like it should look like something else but like you said if you want to go ahead and just Plant some um, parsley because you like to cook with it, and now you want to take control of the parsley that you're, you know, putting in your body by plant, you know, growing it in your on your own windowsill. Go mm-hmm. ahead and make that happen. That's your version of gardening, and um, it, it <laughs> everything in life, like you know, every person out here is all of us is um, unique individuals, and this is the yeah. same thing with your journey into gardening. It's it's it, it has every opportunity to be a unique process for you. So thank you, thank you so much for that beautiful answer that you, um, that you gave us. No problem. Yeah, so, you know, you were mentioning, you know, how you're doing recycling, gardening, like what are all the different types of gar- gardens out there?
1: So you can have, um, there's like, okay, so you can do an indoor garden, which would be like with, I have some things that I grow inside, Um, which is, what do I have right now growing? A sweet potato that's growing into like a little plant. I have um, some pineapples that I'm trying to regrow because I watched this uh, little thing on how to regrow pineapples. So I'm trying that out. Mm -hmm. Um, And what else do I have? I think I have some corn planted that I'm waiting on it to germinate and take place. Um. So you can do indoor and with just some grow lights, purchase, you You know, go online, find you a couple of lights to install for people who don't have like the backyard space or the back porch to, you know, start growing things. So you can do it with the grow lights. You can also just do it in your windowsill and have like a little somewhere that's very sunny. <clears throat> it gets a lot. Um, kind of airy you can you know maybe open up the windowsill at times so it can get some fresh air that's a good place you know indoor to mm-hmm. start um, outdoors basically you know having your back porch or a small area if you got a backyard or if you got acreage um, you can have a shed that you use on your garden outdoor uh, some people use garden uh, what do you call greenhouses mm-hmm. <laughs> of one of those, a greenhouse, Um, and with a greenhouse you can control your plants a little bit more because you can control the temperature, the humidity, um, the sunlight, so you kind of have more uh, hands-on control with how you want your plants to grow and what you want them to receive. Um, You can do raised beds. A lot of people are doing the raised beds now, Um, and with raised beds, they don't, They're just kind of like big pots, (laughs) flat pots. That's what I call them, like flat beds. That's just raised up from the ground because you might not want to put your, you know, vegetables in the ground because maybe you live in an area where the soil is not the best. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of, you know, people who spray the grass, you know, and try to get rid of things that they should keep. But that's another topic, but, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's the raised beds, but those becoming really popular these days, um, the raised beds, because you can uh, kind of keep out pests more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One thing I've been struggling with is dealing with just, you know, animal wildlife attacking
0: your garden. Mm-hmm. So those
1: are different types of uh, gardeners that you can have.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. So, okay. I definitely learned something you know um the grow lights i you know even though i I've, I've seen them probably in imaging mm-hmm. but i never thought grow lights but yeah. this was great to um learn because then also like being in the city like you know outdoors is not really an option i'm i am blessed to have a um a terrace but a lot of us do not have terraces right so um to know that you do have an option of the grow lights and then they also have like that um I have it as well I got this as a gift from my parents the other year it's the um it's the arrow it's it, i don't know if you've seen it it's the like tower, the tower thing. it's not it was not a tower it's like you just put it on your um kitchen counter and plug it in and you put these um little pods in there and they grow herbs yes. I I can't think of the exact name. When I think of the exact name, I'll probably say it, like, at the end of the podcast. Um, But, yeah. The name of the device that I was speaking of is called the Arrow Garden. And, yes, it does come in a tower size. And it also comes in a countertop size that you can just put on your kitchen counter. If you're not sure what it is, Google it, the Arrow Garden. Now, back to the show. Yeah, so that's another way because it has like it's I don't know if they're UV lights or something like that, but the lights mm-hmm. in the water I guess grow.
1: <laughs> these yeah, little, these little seeds grow right on your counter in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, if it grows right on your counter, and you'd be like, oh, I need some basil for dinner tonight. Oh. You can um, it cut it right, cut it right off. So again, off. Yeah. taking you know, you're able to put some you know, take your food, you know, even though it may be smaller elements, you you're able to take it and put it in your um hands. Yes. So okay. So, the, and this is good to, you know, you brought the awareness around the raised beds because um my mother has a house in the South. She doesn't have any gardening, but my sister-in-law was down there and we was thinking like, oh, can we plant something back here? But then my sister-in-law noticed, she was like, oh, the soil is kind of sandy here. She's probably mm-hmm. going to be raised beds. So mm-hmm. like you said, you know, before digging up all your soil or trying to plant some seeds when your soil is not, you know, like, you know, may not be the right type of soil. Yeah growing the raised beds would be a great um a a great option Mm -hmm. option for you now with garden gardens there can so basically we can do an herb garden so like if you're in the city you can be like you know what I'm just going to do an herb garden and that's like your parsley your basil Mm -hmm. and types of types of things like that and then you can like do the bigger stuff like outside now with a now, with plants, would you consider plants gardening as well, too? Like, it's just pretty plants. Well,
1: I, I group it all together now. Maybe someone may not, but I group it all together because to me, it's still the same ingredients you still need, the soil, the sun, and water. Like, you still yeah. need those same things, and you still need that same type of care, um that's how i learned about overwatering actually is because i had um some really nice house indoor plants and i just you know one week i think i went out of town and came back and just paranoid and like oh i got over you know water water yeah. water overwater so you yeah. still have the same type of care and concern um with that uh indoor plant as you do that indoor vegetable or the indoor herb that you have as well so yeah i, I kind of group it all together to me
0: okay yeah i just wanted to clarify it because you know sometimes people may think gardening and be like oh no i i can't qualify to grow my food but they may have plants in their home and then they may say okay you are gardening because you right. have yeah. you do have plants so exactly. that's yeah so um so yeah, so it's so having plants is having a garden as well too. <laughs>
1: right. You can if you if you have plants in your house and you're maintaining those plants, you definitely can grow something.
0: Yeah, you have
1: the growing the what they call it the green thumb already. Yeah. So
0: the next uh-huh. step is grabbing you something to plant. Okay. Okay. So beautiful. So for we, we've be doing so much chit-chatting and um but for the very beginner out there that's like I want to start a garden what are your simple things to tell them like Rachel I want to garden but what, what do I need to do well first they need to <laughs> check
1: out Farm New York on Instagram um that's one of the things they can do but mm-hmm. I because I am the beginner gardener You know, I am going through that phase where I am learning um, day by day how to maintain and keep uh, what you have. Because if you keep planting and everything keeps dying, then it's really not giving you anything. So for the beginner gardener, um, I would tell them the three things that they should focus on is soil, sun and water. Those are the three things that you want to focus on. If you get you some good soil, that's, and I, I, sometimes I kind of put the soil as like, think of your hair. You don't want your hair to be dry, right? You want your hair to be fully moisturized and shiny and bouncing. So I kind of group that in with the soil because you don't want your soil to be dry. You don't Mm -hmm. want you know, clumpy and, and it just looks like it's just s- the Sahara Desert <laughs> is uh, yeah. near. So that's my like, um, my little, uh, how do you call it? Little note to myself. It's like, okay, your soil is looking dry. Your hair is looking dry right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and- reference it to the hair because that's, that's every, you know, most of us have hair on our heads. So it's yeah, kind so of- you can relate to that, you know. Yeah, you can relate to that, okay. okay.
1: If you have a good soil, a good mixture, and we can get into that a little bit later, and you give your plant some sun and you give it the water, which is the moisture to keep it growing, you will produce something. And it's not a big like, oh, shabam moment, Mm -hmm. but it's just as easy as that. I would say, you know, grab you just a small, you know, container or a pot and start like that. Start with a small pot, get you some seeds, you know, Mm -hmm. on the seeds they usually have the directions because each seed has, you know, different care qualities that you have to adhere to Mm -hmm. and follow, but you know, follow that directions and you can either win or lose. It's like, you know, roll the dice you know either you're gonna get something or you're not but either way you're going to take something from
0: that yeah you never lose you learn (laughs) okay experience okay yes yes yeah exactly experience and lessons that's that's such so beautiful Mm -hmm. um so it there was some vocabulary that you did use a little bit earlier on and I want to start digging into some like vocabulary that we hear oh. around gardening and you mentioned germinate earlier what mm-hmm. is germinate
1: so germination is kind of like the well I'll say germinate and then I'll move to germination so germinate is basically just the seed is starting to take place and started to grow so kind of think of a baby when it first is you know it's first made it's, put into place the seed is put into the woman and it starts to grow as time pro- progresses that's the same thing with germ uh, and germination it's just having a seed and you want it to um, how can I give this uh, example if I have a seed and sometimes if you look on the back of your seeding package, it'll say, Well, it takes one or two weeks to germinate. And sometimes you're like, Well, what does that mean? So what it means is it's gonna take one or two weeks for it to start to produce a little sprout. Yeah. And when it's produced a little sprout, and then it starts growing and then it starts turning into a, you know, a little a bigger sprout and then it turns into maybe a little tree and then a flower, you know, and then it starts the process. So kind of think of it as when woman first you know gets pregnant and she has a seed in her and it starts to grow so that's kind of how I kind of clumped it together
0: yeah Um, and then life starts now you're taking that seed and life is starting to form
1: yes so that little sprout come out and sometimes you have to help your seed germinate and I call it a little cheat sheet and you kind of split the seed a little bit so it can open up Mm -hmm. and Keep it moisture, maybe put it in a napkin and moisture the napkin and then put it in some sunlight. You can put the napkin actually into a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. and put it in the windowsill and under some sun and you'll start to see it germinate within one or two weeks, you know, of having it in that windowsill. So that's basically the process.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's um. That's beautiful. I'm learning. Yeah. So it's bringing, you know, because when the seed is in the packet, the the seed is not, you know, activated yet. Or yeah, yeah. So it's Yeah. So it's starting to bring the life and all of, or it's starting to grow the roots to bring life to the seeds, I, I'm assuming. Um so now another word I hear around gardening a lot is compost. Mm-hmm where compost and when do we utilize it? So compost is kind of like
1: a mixture of things. Um, Compost can be, you can really use a lot of things that you have around the house, like um, your old fruit and, you know, the leaves off the ground and branches and stuff like that. So it's basically just a mixture of natural elements. And it breaks down into some really good nutrients for the soil. Mm-hmm. So once you compost all of those things, whether it's leaves and branches and maybe old fruit and um, lettuce or, you know, whatever old produce that you had in the refrigerator and you know, newspaper and wood chips. So it's, it's really like natural things that can break down and those things come together and the soil takes the nutrients from that old produce that you used to have Mm -hmm. or maybe you know um sometimes people add different things to their compost to kind of like boost it up just a little bit maybe banana peels Mm -hmm. um they're a great nutrient um, for your compost because it takes the uh, i believe the potassium and something else from the banana and it gives it to the soil. So the compost is basically just a, I wanna say like a, like how we take a, a multivitamin. It's kind of like a multivitamin for the soil.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, that's, um, this is good information to know. So like you can save, like you can make your own compost with your stuff that we make all garbage in this day. You know, we eat an orange and then we throw the orange peel in the garbage. We eat a banana and we throw the banana and um, peel peel in the garbage. or we're cutting an onion and we throw all the onion pieces in the garbage. All of this stuff qualifies to become a great compost. It's like you said at the beginning, we're recycling all of those great nutrients that's lying right there that we may look at as garbage and we're recycling it to help, you know, go back into the soil to become nourishing again. Um, another thing that i've seen like watching youtube videos on different gardening and stuff i hear them say amending the soil what does that mean so
1: amending the soil is basically just um getting the soil together getting it where it's at a place where it's Together and form. So it's not a, a big uh <laughs> okay. It's so it's just kind of like combing it like,
0: here, just pulling yeah, it. Yeah, just
1: like it to like you're taking your hands, you're sticking in the soil, and you're just like clunking it together, like in it.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, kind of like almost like a mix in the soil, but not so much. Okay. Almost like just saying, okay, let me comb my hair and put it all together. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So we're going back to the here. <laughs> um Okay, and then the next one is tilling the garden. What's that all about?
1: So tilling the garden is basically just breaking up your soil. Um, so when you first start, like people who start their garden in the backyard or maybe on the acreage on a farm or something, they may take that um, tool, that rake or something, and break up that soil.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'll till tilling the garden. So that's basically what they're doing. Uh, do what's the
0: point of like breaking the soil up
1: it's oh you want to break the soil up because when you have it all clunk and packed like real packed together it's not able to breathe as much you know it's okay. kinda, you know how like you don't like to be you know clunked together like that yeah
0: yeah so- yeah that makes sense okay you know just, and also it's just bringing energy and life to it as well too when you're moving the soil around
1: Oh. So- want to get through and all you want your roots to be able to get through the soil. So if it's packed real tight and, um, you know, no room to breathe, really, you want your soil to kind of like just uh, fall through your hands almost, like really um, not a big clunk at all. You don't want it to be just matted together. So
0: so, are you only telling the garden like when you're first planting that plant or seed, or are you doing it like later on as well? Too?
1: You're you, really doing it when you're starting.
0: The because starting. And right.
1: the soil ready and everything for whatever you're about to do. Right.
0: Okay. Now, mulch. That's another word we hear in gardening a lot. What is mulch and what's the purpose of it?
1: So, mulch is kind of like, uh, it looks like woodchucks almost. Mm-hmm. Um, get that kind or sometimes you can find mulch that's like very stringy and it looks like almost like sea moss a little bit but, it's, but what mulch does is help the moisture and the water retention mm. so
0: it
1: helps um plants to not so much get over water and then it also helps them to retain the water that you do pour in
0: okay so it kind of controls the water okay because yeah. it, if you do over watering it's going to absorb all that extra water mm-hmm. and then yeah. if you don't do as much well it kind of like the water is kind of still trapped in there so it keeps the soil moist is that right yes correct okay mm-hmm. okay you're yeah i'm learning that. so I'm, i I'd be you're like I'm, I, I'm i'm like okay did i did i receive the lesson no, did that. i receive the lesson mm-hmm. <laughs> oh one of probably going on to the next word, one of the probably most um famous words in the gardening um <laughs> in the gardening vocabulary is harvest. Harvest season. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I I I believe I'm assuming we're in harvest season now and we're probably going into it into the mm-hmm. fall season. Mm-hmm. So what is harvest season or harvest?
1: Right. So harvest is basically um the time when you start to collect and gather everything that, you know, you've been planting. Uh, Maybe you've been planting, you know, watermelons, you know, all summer. And now it's time they're big and they're ready because, you know, a lot of things take time to get to the mature plant. So just like watermelon, I believe it takes like 109 days or something. So don't quote me on the days, but (laughs) Just for example, on that 109th day would be the day that you would harvest. So so harvesting is just collecting and gathering uh, what you, the hard work you have put in and gathering up and getting it ready to whatever next thing you wanna do, whether it's canning, freezing, you know, eating it that night or, you know, passing it out to the community, whatever else you wanna do with it, so.
0: Yeah. You know, it feels like I grew up like, you know, my whole life here in harvest season, never like in school, it's harvest season. Never Mm -hmm. like putting any thought to harvest like what yeah. is harvest like oh it's
1: we've heard that word a lot you
0: yeah know. throughout my whole life and I feel like even just like visualizing thinking like back to school and seeing like the word harvest on the on the board and and yeah. things and it just never clicked until now until now yeah. that I'm like even thinking about like gardening and shopping farmers markets and so on now I understand okay harvest is the collection of like the the all the work that we've been putting putting yes yeah so um yeah so we've been building up learning about all of these words which have been going through the process of gardening um understanding you know what gardening is so now it's time to harvest, but when is the best time to start a garden? Cause we can't just like wake up on any day of the year and say, I'm starting a garden. I'm assuming like I can't <laughs> wake up on Christmas morning and say, you know what? Today <laughs> is the day I'm going to start gardening on December. You know, like, what?
1: well, you know, you in December, you can, if you because well, have-
0: yeah, gardening is not just one thing, but yeah.
1: This why is so multi-complex uh, because it's not just one season. You know, even in the winter, we have things that grow mm-hmm. in the cold, um We have things like garlic that really, you know, starts to take place in like the wintertime. And you plant your garlic in the wintertime and by the springtime, it, it pops out. So a lot, the wintertime is a Is around the time a lot of farmers are getting ready for that spring harvest to come. Mm -hmm. So they usually plant a lot of things um, that they can grow in the wintertime. Stuff like, you know, uh, beans and things like that and potatoes and stuff like that. That can sustain, you know, that harsh weather. And then they get the harvest in the springtime. So... You can, you. I would say each person should check out where they live and look up the. It's a, um, farming almanac. Almanac, yeah. I think, and you can look up your zone and um, see what's the great. You know what's the best time to plant which vegetables and herbs and and all those type of things. And you can be on task to know okay. I'm in this, you know, zone five, so I know I can plant, you know, A, B, and C right now and yeah. just, just try it out.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you definitely brought awareness that, you know, gar- gardening can, I mean, um, starting your garden can basically be at um any time, it depends on what you're planting. And I think I, you know, when I first initially thought of this question, I was thinking, oh, early spring, late winter is gardening time because, you know, by society standards, when you start to, even you go into Target, you go into Target with these seeds. Yeah, Yeah. so it makes, so now it has taught me to think, oh, this is now gardening time because now they're selling all the gardening tools and they're selling all the seeds now. So this is the time that we must start gardening. But as you brought awareness to it, you know, you can garden at any time, but it depends on what you're gardening. And a good, great tool to use is the almanac for your area because also, you know, uh, you know, things things harvest differently in different environments and so on. Um, Cause like I, I know in New York, um, we harvest strawberries around June. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, um, they don't come earlier than June where in the South, you can harvest them around April. Um, You know, so it depends on the, the the environment that you're in, and just learning that information. So, okay, yes. Now, let's go overseas. What seas do you start inside versus starting outside? Because sometimes I see people they're posting these pictures with these these trays and these little right. things on the trays, and hey. I'm confused, huh? <laughs> right, and so. <laughs> It's so,
1: you know, let's not even complicate it, you know. So we, we're farming New York, as I should say. I just grab the seeds and I look at the back. And if I decide to grow indoors, then I will. If I want to try it out outdoors, then I'll try it out outdoors. See, it's really not that deep. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I, I my first this was my first year growing indoors, like with the grow lights and everything, and it was challenging for me. It mm-hmm. was I found that it was easier for me with the seeds outdoors mm-hmm. because the seeds outdoors to me did better with the natural environment, but I'm also a person who travels a lot. So I'm not able to tend to the indoor seeds as much. Mm -hmm. So maybe that was one of my, you know, hiccups of why everything, (laughs) I'm still waiting on my corn to sprout. So (laughs) maybe that is, you know, one of the reasons why it's taking a long time or it's not producing what I expected. So with the seeds, I would say, indoor versus outdoor, it's kind of just a, depends on your living style. You know, if you're a person that can attend to your indoor seats and your plants and you can get your grow lights and you're very organized and you're like, you know what, I'm going to do this, then I suggest you do that. If you're a person where you're like, you know, I want to grow something, but you have an active life, I would suggest maybe window windowsill, indoor or outdoor like back porch type thing or you know maybe on your you know terrace or something like that so with the seeds it's just reading the package it's not it's not as deep as it may seem they you know on on social media they kind of make it real it look like it's such a complicated thing and it's it's, intimidating it's intimidating yeah (laughs) it's intimidating. I, trust me, I I get it all the time. And I have to slow myself down and say, you know what? It's not this complicated. You mm-hmm. know, oil, sun, water, that's what you need. And I just reset and I think about what I'm trying to do and get refocused and get back to the plan. Because it's a lot. When you see that big tray, I went out and bought that big tray. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was the one. I went and bought that big tray with the 72 pots in it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna grow this indoors. And then it becomes like, okay, this is overwhelming. And then yeah. you just have to slow down, like, okay, maybe not do 72 inside, maybe slow down and just do like five inside, you know, and dedicate your time to five indoor plants, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just about scaling into what's best for you.
0: Yeah, it, it's so interesting that you said that you experienced the, that growing outdoors has been more, you know, um, rewarding for you than try, trying to do it indoors. And I just go back to Mother Nature, like mm-hmm. the communication with earth, that seed knows how to communicate with its natural environment of the sun, the, the environments, and in it's, it, it, the earth will take care of you if you just let it. Yes. And, <laughs> and going back to my strawberry story. So the first year, the pandemic year, I, I paid attention to the strawberries. Every day I'm looking, what's happening now? Oh, it's flowering and getting excited about it. Sharing all my stories, the whole process of the strawberry. And then the second year, I, I then winter came. I left that pot on the balcony. Never thought about it. Never touched it. I saw some weeds growing out some parts of it at one point. But I literally forgot about that pot next spring comes and i didn't redo it next spring i i i, I guess i threw in the towel with the gardening thing <laughs> so the, the second year there was no plants there was no gardening happening and all of a sudden i'm like sitting on the balcony or the terrace and i look down and I said, it is there a strawberry coming strawberries you. coming mother <laughs> nature took care
1: yes she will provide earth will earth
0: yes I, I, and I didn't do anything I didn't think about watering or the earth took care of it earth took care of it and I was like wow this year this year the third year well because the 2020 is pandemic 2021 was last year which I didn't pay attention to it but it's still like fruited and then this year I did look my daughter was like did any of them strawberries go again this year I was like nah that thing is just full of weeds now (laughs) don't um, don't don't pull it
1: just leave it there and it will it'll do its thing
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's just going back to, you know, the holistic way of life and just like letting, you know, like you said, letting earth do its you know, do its thing, like let mother nature do its thing. It will provide. So, um, yeah, just interesting with that learning experience that you're having between indoor and outdoor. Um, so I'm happy that you, um, that you, that you mentioned it. Now I have a question, like when you do those indoor tiny little pots and then now they little sprout and then what do you do you take them all outside now and put them in one big pot or do you have to keep like 72 little different like trays right Right. what happens it's
1: complicated right
0: yeah
1: once they start sprouting and you feel like it's strong enough and the what you know the weather outside is is um at a temperature where it's not too cold and you can take it outside transfer it to a different pot outside and to a pot that's you know, catered to that plant because some pots need to be deeper, some need to be wider, you know. And uh, just remove the plant from that, those little pots and put it into a, another pot and replant it. And boom, let it, <laughs> let it go and do what it's gonna do.
0: So you so just put it into you a just, bigger, you bigger pot. Think,
1: remove each one and then put it in a pot. Maybe some can be, you know, clumped together in one big pot.
0: It just depends on what you're planting. Okay. So, okay. So now we're learning about the seeds. And before I jump into the next question, I just heard something on Instagram yesterday. Instagram was like, of course, my form of information, <laughs> but you know, but I don't know if this is true or not, but the woman said that there is a seed library. Have you heard of this? Yes. I just
1: learned that, like, uh, I want to say like a month ago, I learned that some, I was watching some video and it was, you know, saying just in the times of need, it's a seed library that you can get free seeds from.
0: Yeah. So it depends on where you live. I guess you have to, in in some places you go to your actual library and get the seeds, but in other places you may have to figure out, you know, where do you pick up free seeds? So you go ahead and plant. Right. So, um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. So you know, as people are getting so excited as they're listening to us chit chat yes. about party,
1: the library.
0: Yes, they can go Google like the seed library.
1: um, You know, this, that you. I have a. Uh, I wish I could show you, but I have a, a Home Depot bucket on the back porch, and it's filled with potatoes, and I'm just waiting to harvest them. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exciting to see what they're going to taste like you know
0: yeah and to be able to go in your backyard your windowsill and just Mm -hmm. also just like if you're just doing something as simple as herbs to just go ahead and clip it off and you know it it holds so much energy and power when you know you have had control because when you're picking up stuff in the supermarket you know, first of all, we don't know what country things don't came know from. Where it had been <laughs> and it's going to so many hands, you know, if you're saying like, oh, this is from Brazil or this is from Florida <laughs> and this is from you know, it it took so many hands, all this highway miles to get mm-hmm. to you in airplanes or boats or whatever it is. And then I don't, we don't know what chemicals have been spr- sprayed on them. So mm-hmm. they can have this longevity, you know, so they can last longer, you exactly. know, um, to make it to the supermarket because once you pick it up or, I, you know, once the, the farmer picks it up out of the soil, you know, it it's going to be I, I don't I should have did the like the research You're like it, I'm assuming it's wow. going to be at least 20-30 days before it gets oh, to you. Yeah.
1: it's a while mm-hmm. yeah
0: and like I said some things you would be like oh it's from China or from Brazil or from here or from there and it's like and they're still fresh
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you notice not to get off topic but if you notice a lot of the produce have been going bad like so much faster than usual like you'll buy some strawberries or uh, some bananas and like a day or two later they're going bad blueberries and stuff like that so it's starting to become an issue you know in the food chain because things are not um, lasting as long and I don't know if it's because of the hold up from you know last year and the ports and stuff like that but Yeah, it's starting to be um, very concerning, so that's another reason why we should start to take control of our um, food supply, you know, and just start being self-sufficient, just so you know where it's coming from, what what it took to get here, and what care and concern was put into it.
0: Yeah, and when you And when you do something yourself, you just have so much more. The the energy is different. Mm -hmm. Rather it be you growing your own food or herbs or whatever it may be, or you just applying yourself at something else in life. When you do it yourself, the energy is just different and it's a more Mm -hmm. loving energy and that and, and whatever you're doing, like you're fueling your body and your energetic field with what you're doing. Yes. So it's to, to know that you are, that you had the power to create your own food and eat your own food through the help of mother nature and God. Mm-hmm. It's just so more empowering for your, the cells in your body.
1: Yep
0: so so beautiful so happy that we can start this conversation around you know gardening and um planting and you know hopefully you know (laughs) we will all be harvesting our own stuff very soon um and I thank you for this but I can't let you go yet (laughs) I need to ask you what does becoming unique mean to you uh
1: what does becoming unique mean to me I believe it's just being organically you. Mm. Um, There's only one you. And I think you should strive to be the best version of you. Yeah. And the best version that God has placed you on this earth to be. Um, And that to me is being
0: unique. Beautiful. Yes simply but powerful simply said but very powerful Mm -hmm. is being organically you and um and I like that you put organically because you know growing your own foods is organic (laughs) so oh yes I love it love it I thank you thank you thank you so much um Rachel you have been nothing but amazingness
1: problem you can have me back
0: anytime yes and then we we'll have time you
1: baptized me in this so yes
0: yes and then and, and did you want to say anything about am farm oh, i'll find the- your farm- um, yeah because yeah. <laughs> i that's the way i found you did this you know like instead yeah, Yeah. Instagram could be such, um, it's such a trap where it's like almost like a drug, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's like, I'm connecting with so many amazing people and you were, you were a suggested page or something. I was just on, and it's like, they they know what we like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, it, it came up and you were having like a, a, a class Mm-hmm. Maybe for Easter or something, I'm not sure. And you were talking yeah. about, you know, and having, you know, so tell us about it because, you know, I was impressed. Like, oh, Over. okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so, uh, with Farm we just did uh, our first event, which was a Mother's Day event, um, planting event. And it was so wonderful um, because. The ladies that came out, they really had a great time and they left being inspired to garden and inspired to plant something. So we had a wonderful time. We learned how to plant cilantro. Um, and it was just an a evening of just growing together. Uh, we had a grounding. Um, area where you know you were able to take your shoes off and put your feet on the grass and ground yourself so it was a really nice time um i'm excited to do our next event um i will be posting on farm new york on instagram that's farm underscore new york n-o-i-r on instagram and keeping everyone updated with our next event Uh, we've had a lot of people reach out about when can i get in you know i want to learn when can i get in and i also want to include the children as well so working on a couple of different things you know it's not me it's the god in me i just want to say that yes and just all praises to him because it's nothing of me it's all of him Mm -hmm. um many Sometimes, you know you go through things in life and it brings you to different places and you may not understand at the moment but through you know just perseverance and the the spirit of just to keep going you start to get the understanding so I just wanted to throw that in there
0: <laughs>
1: yes and uh,
0: the want to get to your event you're in the Chicago area
1: yes I am located in the Chicago area and um, you can definitely check out my page for more information on Farm New York. I appreciate this invite. It's been so lovely.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Rachel, for showing up to the Become a Unique podcast and having this great conversation with me. I totally appreciate you. And thank you guys for hanging in there to the end of this podcast to connect with Rachel. Check the show notes. Bye.